Well, hey everyone, welcome to this season of the Gather Influence podcast. You're invited to join us in catalytic conversations designed to connect, equip, and mobilize you to be empowered to influence your world for Jesus Christ. I'm Kathy Ostapchuk. And I'm Rebecca Doner. And in this season seven of our podcast, we are having some incredible conversations with ordinary, extraordinary women who are doing all the things as they live and lead with kingdom purpose all across this great nation. So settle in and get ready for a season full of episodes that are unlike any you've heard before. Every episode brings vulnerability, real women sharing real life experience of how they're carrying with clarity all the things they are called to and how to know what to let go of and when. This is your invitation to you, ordinary, extraordinary women in the middle of your lives to rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. I want to give a shout out to our stunning season seven podcast sponsors, Compassion Canada, whose mission is to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. We encourage you to consider the opportunity to interrupt poverty with hope and sponsor a child. And now enjoy this episode of season seven of the Gather Influence podcast, All the Things. Well, hi there, and welcome to the Gather Influence podcast. Today, I am so excited for you to meet our guest. We will be just having conversation today with Shireen Spencer, and I am very lucky to call this woman friend. There is a big story I won't get into about us knowing each other many, many years ago and God reconnecting us in the last few years. Um, We've been colleagues at Gather Women in the past. And now we are sisters in Christ and we do ministry. We support each other's ministry. We're in each other's lives as friends. And, uh, and if I have to tell you our theme, if someone represents all the things, she is one of those people. Uh, I'm going to just pass it to her and let her introduce herself and and tell you a little bit about all the things that she does. Shereen. Oh my, you want me to introduce myself? Well, (laughs) my name is Shereen Spencer. And I am, first and foremost, a daughter of the Most High Mm -hmm. God. I'm just a child of God, and I just love him so much. And I am a daughter and a sister. I am a wife and a mother. And all the hats I wear, I uh, was a Toronto District School Board teacher that just recently retired, but still have my hand in there by supply teaching so that I can still be with the kids and be with my colleagues. I'm an ordained reverend under the Church of the Nazarene, and I am an author and a worship leader, and now a recently um, <laughs> released recording artist, a gospel artist, Yay. Uh, and music, right, yeah, music songwriter, and yes, I'm a speaker for uh, Family Life Canada and an associate with Family Life Canada. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And yeah, no, yeah, that's that's all you have going on in your day. Oh, well, thank you. you're a businesswoman. Yes. I was gonna say, I think there's something else too there. I think you're a businesswoman too. And and like there yes. we go. Okay, so if throughout if throughout the rest of the podcast you think of other things you've forgotten to tell us, then you can just 
jump in and share them with us. You know, I think the reason we've started this podcast in this season is because rarely do we, at least in my life, do I come across women who do one thing and sort of define themselves as being one thing. Like you and me, um, you know, they kind of do many different things, like you said, wear many different hats. But, you know, I think that sometimes we can get a sense that those things can be in competition with one another rather than sort of be designed to complement one another. So do you ever feel like the different places that you're sort of living and leading compete with one another? And how do you manage, like, how do you manage all of that? I think that for me, I've always been a multitasker. And I've always been someone that has thought, you know what? I don't have to do one thing. God has called me to be Shireen and he's called me to share his love and light and to bring out in people the knowledge that God is always at work and that he's always faithful and that he loves them and the knowledge that they're here for a purpose. So for me, I've always competed with other people's thoughts of putting me in a box, (laughs) but I've never competed with myself because I've always thought, but God put that in my way. But God put that in my lap. But God gave me that opportunity. Even in ministering when I was a pastor, I felt very stuck in having ministry look a certain way. Mm. And I thought that I was a square peg trying to fit into a round hole. And that that was frustrating for me because I thought, but God has gifted me musically. God has gifted me as a speaker. God has gifted me to work very well with relationships. God has gifted me to have a passion for youth and for marriages and for and for missions I don't want to just be doing one thing Mm. (laughs) and I've never been that person so for me when people have asked me you know how do you do all these things or if they compete I'm just like God has called me my mission in life is to live out a life of purpose Mm. allowing people to know that wherever they are it's a life of purpose so I've never found it competing And when people say, how do you do all those things? I say, well, they never happen at the same time. I am not pastoring or or giving a message on the same day that I'm selling Mary Kay. Or I'm not teaching at the same time that I'm counseling or coaching. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I work very much by calendar. I work very much by appointments. I work very much by, okay, this day I'm going to do this. Or this time and this day I'm going to do this. We never question when we become mothers and wives. Do those compete? No, we're the same woman. We're the same woman that's called to be a wife to our husband as much as we are to be a mother to our children. And you have four children, and you're always <laughs> going to swim practice, to horseback riding, to sports, to and you wait, and you know, you're married to someone who whose business is farming, and you get up early and you and and you also do ministry and real estate. Like I always think. You make me tired when I think about all of the things that you do, yet you get them done and you do them well. And I think that that's because we just say, Lord, what do you want me to do with my time right now? What do you want me to do with my time today? Just as much as we say, Lord, who do you want me to be right now? And that's how I work it out. I I think that all of it is ministry. Being a wife and a mother is ministry. Uh, having a podcast or, or being a speaker or being an author is ministry. And it's just being able to go, okay, the Lord is faithful. It, it's, it's that thought that he's given me much. And if I don't do this, if I don't use this, if I am not this, then he'll take it away. 
And that's biblical and that's scripture. But when you use what it is that God's given you, he multiplies. So he finds a way when I offer it back to him to multiply what it is that I do or I'm doing and to multiply my reach. And that's the way that I look at it. And I've always looked at it that way. Oh, I love that. I love you said something like he didn't sort of create me to be one of these things. He created me to be Shireen. And I love that. That's beautiful. And I think you're right. I said what you said there reminded me of in our first uh, episode with Kathy. I said, oh, some people are in like one lane and I'm on like a four lane highway. (laughs) I'm like, but all four lanes are pursuing the heart of Jesus, right? Like that's like, they're all like, it is all what you're right. When you said it's all ministry, like it is all one mission. It's just a whole bunch of things that kind of, but I think that maybe for you and I, I agree with you. I've kind of been that person who I haven't really ever put myself in the box, but I've kind of always been like, people be like, well, describe yourself or define, or what do you do? And I'm like, um, not sure where I'm going to start with that. So, but, but what about somebody who's maybe wrestling with that a little bit and, and saying, okay, but I have these ideas and how do you determine the difference between like, I think God has made this to be part of Shireen and, oh, Shireen thinks this would be something fun to do. Do you have anything that helps you, any practices or rhythms that kind of help you discern whether it's something you really like you're excited about or actually what, what God has wired in you? I think that for me, at least most of the, what God has wired in me has been exactly where he's placed me. And so it makes me excited and it makes me go, okay, yeah, this is it. But, but there are also periods in my life where God has asked me to go places or to do things. And I'm like, really God, that that's not for me, but it comes up again. And so I, you know, there's a scripture and I'm, I can't remember right off my head exactly where it's found, but it talks about how God says, I actually only need to speak once. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, but we are always looking for God, I need confirmation. I need you to repeat this. I need you to do this. So I kind of do both. I'm just like, oh, God, okay, God, you did speak that to me once. So I'm going to listen. But then I do also look for confirmation in terms of how many times does that one message keep coming up? Mm. Or how many times does this opportunity keep coming up? Or how many times do I feel like God has said this, even if I don't really want to do this or I don't like this? Or there have been times where I've actually said, this has come up so many times, but I don't feel a yes or a no. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And if you don't wish for me to do it, you're going to put the roadblocks in. Because there are times where God just wants us to step out in faith. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to, you know, I never thought I would be an author. It was never one of those things I had ever desired to do. It wasn't on my bucket list. And yet, within four years, God wrote three books, right? I had always dreamed to write music, but I I had also given that up and thought, I'm not qualified. Nobody's going to want to listen to it. I'm not this person. I'm not that person. I don't have their voice. I don't have their skill. And then through my journey of cancer and being sick, the Lord wrote songs. He woke me up in the middle of the night, and I have a book of, and I thought, This can't stay here and sit here. So it's now time to step out in faith and do this, whether or not I feel I'm qualified or equipped. Mm -hmm. And so I would say to people, the Lord mixes, you know, it says, when you delight in the Lord, he gives you the desire of your heart. Mm -hmm. And sometimes 
it's scary to actually give the Lord that desire because we think, is this really what he wants? But if I'm delighting in him and it is my desire, they're one and the same because mm -hmm. God has wired me to desire him and to put dreams in my heart. And then there are other times you delight yourself in the Lord. He gives you the desire of your heart in that you didn't even know that that was your desire. But you are so fulfilled when this is done. You're so fulfilled when this is completed. You're so proud of yourself or feeling like, wow, God, I didn't know you would do that in me or through me. You know, it was through Gather that I even became an online person trying to do, you know, my joy connection, which right now is on pause. But that's just because I'm praying through it and asking the Lord where you want it. But it's still a desire of mine to have that fulfilled. Or it was because of gather women that I even, like I said, grew in media and put up a podcast out. So there are things where I'm like, I never knew just because maybe it wasn't in front of me and I didn't dream big enough or I discounted myself. Mm -hmm. I took myself out of that because of fear and because of, right? So I just think that there are things where you're thinking, you're dreaming it. You know what? Just do it because it's better to do something and fail forward. And what I mean by that is it may not work, but you've learned a lesson and you've moved forward into what you want to do or learn um, than it is to live with regrets of, oh, I wish I could have, I wish I should have, could have, mm. should have, would have, right? <laughs> I don't want to live like that. Yeah. I want to be able to go, I tried it and look where it got me. I had already been the sponsor of a compassion child for a number of years when God put it on my heart that it was time to sponsor another child. But how to choose? I began praying. And because I had done ministry in Ghana for several years, I really wanted a Ghanaian child. Lo and behold, I went to a compassion event. And there on the compassion table was a picture of the girl from Ghana that I knew I was to sponsor. If you've ever heard of the concept of sponsoring a child, often people struggle with choosing a child to sponsor. They feel bad choosing. But I think it can be such a beautiful and profound moment for a child to find out that they were chosen. And that moment is the start of a beautifully unique story that God is writing. To make it a little bit more practical, you can use many different factors to choose a child to sponsor. Maybe it's a child from a country like me that you have a personal connection to. Maybe you share a birthday. Maybe the child is the same age or gender as one of your kids. Maybe you just pick the first child presented to you. But know this, your choice to sponsor will impact a child's life forever. And you can start the journey today at compassion.ca slash if dash only. I love being on this journey of sponsoring several children from Compassion now. And I hope that you will join me. Start today, compassion.ca slash if dash only, and begin to pray about choosing the child that you will sponsor. You know, there's a saying, you know, shoot for the stars and you might land in the clouds or yeah. in the moon, right? So at least you've gotten higher, farther than you ever thought you could. And so that's kind of what I live by.
Oh, I love that. And I actually like what you touched on there. Uh, two things. So first of all, I like that you reminded us that sometimes, I think sometimes we can be convinced that if God is calling us to do something, it's going to be something that we really don't want to do. That's going to push us really outside of our comfort zone. And maybe that's true. But I actually really believe sometimes he calls us to do stuff we just love to do. Like we just love to do it. And and I don't know that we always as, like as easily tie it to him. I think when it's something like, I, there's no way I would possibly be doing this if it wasn't for God, is easier for us to understand than, you know, God's calling me to do something that I would want to wake up and do every day anyway. Um, so I love that you brought that in. I think we over-spiritualize and that's why. Mm-hmm. Like we really, we do, we just think that's too simple for me to desire that and for God to want that for me. And we just mm-hmm. go into things and going, like you said, that's too easy. We connect something that's hard to being that's where God wants me to be mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, this is who I am and he's wired me with this and he's gifted me with this. Why can't I? And I think so many people live this life of they work to live instead of living and and, and finding work being part of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's I just have to pay the bills. I just have to. And so I just have to do this. And there's so many people that are doing the daily grind that we kind of feel ashamed if we're doing things we love. (laughs) Right. But isn't that, I mean, you talk a lot about joy. You talk a lot about all of that, right? But isn't that sometimes like what, what the fruit of the spirit, right, is joy. And so when we're, when we're living and serving in the spirit, we're joyful, but imagine even more so when, you know, we get to live in the, and work in the spirit in, in an area that we're already wired to love, right? Like, so I just feel like that magnifies. The other thing I was going to say that I love that you touched on was the, the sort of, I remember when you were figuring out social media, uh, I remember that, that piece. And you know what the thing is that I is really brilliant? Yourself. No, you're doing great. Um, but really what I remember was that you were so eager to learn and you were so teachable and you were so ex- like you, you asked questions, you weren't afraid, you weren't afraid to admit. And I wonder how many times I'd love to hear your thoughts. I wonder how many times women don't step into one of their things. One of the things that God has spoken to, not because they're not sure it's where they're supposed to be, but because they're just, they don't know how they're just like, but I don't even know what that looks like or how to start. And I wonder how many times we miss blessing from stepping into something because we just don't think we have the skill set. Like aside from sort of the spiritual gifting and personality, the actual tangible skill set. And so, I mean, I think you touched on that. That'd be great to hear more on. I think there are two reasons that we don't do that. One is we are so busy with what we know to do that sometimes we can't figure out the timing to learn something new between children, between husbands, between house care, between actual professions. There are so many things that we're learning and so many things that we're bombarded with that to learn something new, we feel I can't add another thing to my plate. And so it's being able to do things slowly, to not get caught up into the rat race that says this has to be done quickly. Mm. And the other thing I think is we compare ourselves to what other people are doing. And so failure is a big piece because we feel, I already don't feel good about myself. I already cannot be that woman. I could never be as good as, and we fall into this whole comparison thing, which then leads us into the negativity talk, which then mm. leads us to believe we're, it's just not for us. We, mm. we can't do it. And so I think those two things 
keep us from learning new things. We're afraid to fail and we're afraid to take the time away from something else because we just don't think we have mm. the time. Yeah. I, and I mean, that happens in my life, but that was just something in my life where I was like, okay, Lord, what am I going to put on hold right now in order to learn this new thing? Because I can't juggle it all, but it's okay. You're calling me to learn this. So that means you're calling me to say no to something. And women, we're not good at saying no, right? And, and, then, and then the other piece was there are things where even okay with me, in music right now, you know, I joined with a friend who originally I was just like, okay, I'd really like to learn how to produce my own music. And then when she started to teach me, I was like, uh, uh, I'm already, I learned Zoom. I learned how to do something. This is way too much. And I made a choice and I was, she's like, so she worked alongside me to help sort of do, but in terms of, I was like, this is not something I can put on my plate. Mm. There are too many things to learn right here. So I'm, I'm deciding right now. It's okay. Mm. I'm going to pay somebody else to do this because mm. I have a project and, and that's what we need to do. We need to be able to understand when we want to take on something new, that part of what is new, what can I do in terms of timing and terms of confidence in that moment? And what do I need somebody else to do and not be afraid to ask so that I can mm -hmm. fulfill the dream so that I could get mm -hmm. to the end because I don't have to do everything. Oh, I love, I love that you said that because one of the things I've said a lot recently um, is that I, I part of how I manage what I manage is that I've realized that I might be responsible to make sure all the things are done. I'm just not responsible to do all the things, right? Like I don't have to be the person in every step doing everything. I don't have to be, you know, I don't have to be the one who drives my kids everywhere. I don't have to be the one who, you know, physically delivers something to somebody. But if I've committed to doing something, I just need to make sure it's done. So I love that you're like, determine what you, I think, what you are called to do, what you're gifted and skilled to do, where you're going to best serve the kingdom, and then be okay to ask for help for the rest, to release the rest and to say, I don't, I don't need to be the person who does all of that, right? Delegate. It's okay to delegate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to delegate, actually. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think because that way you get to operate more and stronger in the places you were actually called and not get lost in all the busyness of of the sort of pieces that are around it, right? That's right. Yeah. When yeah, I so was trying to teach and minister full-time for both, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, okay, the Lord has called me and I still want to be in ministry. I need to do this half-time. And then it's now switched. The Lord has called me and I'm trying to grow full-time ministry, but mm. okay, in terms of that growth, I'm going to keep teaching, but not full-time, you know, mm. like being able to switch when the Lord says pivot, being able to pivot. Yeah, but it sounds to me like so much of all the things you do and who God has made Shireen to be is really, you said, you said at the beginning, I am first the daughter of the Most High God. And it sounds to me like remembering that and being centered in that is what actually helps you navigate all of this. Because at the end of the day, and I, I'm not speaking for you, but I can tell that you want you you want to do the things God wants you to do. And if there's something he doesn't want you to do, you're willing to let it go, even if it's something that you you have a heart for, because it's more important to you to be serving your father than yourself. Am I am I hearing that right? Absolutely right. And 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 I've learned just like Jesus. Jesus said, I only do the things that the father told me to do. Mm. And he was busy and he did a whole lot. And so for me, I learned from that in terms of pacing. 
and truly asking God daily and in seasons, what would you have me do? Mm. I'm being asked to do this, but I don't have to say yes to everything. What would you have me do? What fits into the schedule of, for me, in terms of pace, which is important, being able to pace myself. What fits into the schedule in terms of family, what my husband needs, what my boys need. What fits into the schedule in terms of my desire to be used as well, in terms of, you know, I do want to minister, but I'm no good doing all of these things if I'm burnt out. Mm. So being able to say in this season, whether that be a daily season or a season of time, what would you have me do? I only Mm. want to do what the Father requires me to do. I love that. And I love that you mentioned the seasons and I love that you mentioned, you know, kind of assessing. And I think for anyone listening, we want to remind you that uh, Shireen mentioned earlier about not comparing. You know, I always say we should only look left and right at one another so much as it draws our eyes upwards. And if it's not drawing our eyes upwards, if our eyes are lingering, then we need to readjust our gaze. Um, because it, it is okay to look to, like, I look to Shireen for inspiration. I look to other women in my life for inspiration. That's okay. Um, but it can't become a game where we compare. There are different seasons. And there's also just God, you know, I always say, <clears throat> God has just given me enough energy to do a lot of things. And it's yeah. not better or worse than anybody else because it comes with its challenges and it's <laughs> right. It's not better or worse than anybody else. And so we can't be comparing my every season for me is different. Um, you know, my life before kids was different than my life with little kids. Now we're getting into like, my kids are a little bit older, require a little bit less for me and it changes. And so I love that you mentioned that there's seasons and that there's a pacing and some seasons we might be sprinting and some seasons we might be holding back and that's okay. So if you're listening today, I really, I hope you have found Shereen. I know every time I talk to Shereen, whether it's just over coffee or a conversation like this, I leave with my heart full and I feel so encouraged. And we will make sure in the show notes that you know all the places to find all the things that Shereen is doing. I will have links to her. And if you want to hear more about her story, um, you can connect with her in her, all her social media places because she's there but also um, I encourage you to read uh, her books and get to know her better through those and uh, visit her podcast uh, download her songs and we'll have all the links for those in the show notes so make sure you go and check those out Shireen just thank you so much for being part of this conversation and sharing with us all the things that Shireen is (laughs) thank you for having me it's been my pleasure it's always great to visit with you Rebecca always it is and we'll have to do coffee in person next I'm looking forward to it All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Gather Influence podcast and leaning into the stories of ordinary yet extraordinary women doing all the things as they live and lead with kingdom purpose across our nation. We are deeply grateful to our season seven sponsorship partner, Compassion Canada, and encourage you to not miss the opportunity to reach out and sponsor a child and release a child from poverty in Jesus name. You can find out more by checking out compassion.ca slash if dash only. And keep tracking with us on social at Gather Women on our website at gatherwomen.com where you will find all the show notes for this season, our exciting programs to connect, equip and mobilize women across Canada and to register for Gather Rise Genesis taking place February 4th, 2023 in Calgary, Alberta. This week, we trust you will rise in purpose and influence your world. We're here to serve you and believe in you. Until next time, God bless.